According to a new report, men should limit their alcohol consumption to one beverage a day, so now I have the other five at night. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. All right. Uh, I thought we were going to come back with that cop. Oh. Oh, is that what you wanted here? Yeah. Well, that's, uh, these are busy times. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Is this a... Uh, Everything's fluid right now. Peace officer. you got to be light on your feet. No doubt. Peace officer in Portland, Oregon, is that correct? Uh, yes, a, uh, a black gentleman uh, discussing uh, some of the things he's seen while policing various protests and riots and, and stuff uh, while in a Portland. A black cop in Portland, all right. It says something when you're at a Black Lives Matter protest, you have more minorities on the police side than you have in a violent crowd, and you have white people screaming at black officers you have the biggest nose i've ever seen what was it like in that capacity in the first few weeks when the fence was up around the justice center i got to see folks that really do want change like the rest of us that have been impacted by racism and then i got to see those people get faded out by people that have no idea what racism is all about never experienced racism. They don't even know that the tactics that they are using are the same tactics that were used against my people. And they don't even know their, they don't even know the history. They don't know what they're saying. Coming from someone who graduated from PSU with a history degree, it's actually frightening. You know, they say if you don't know your history, you repeat it and watching people do that to other people. A lot of times, someone of color, black, Hispanic, Asian come up to the fence and directly want to talk to me. Hey, what do you think about George Floyd? What do you think about what happened about this? I go up to the fence. Someone white comes up. F the police. Don't talk to him. That was the most bizarre thing because I could see it coming. I even had a young African-American girl uh, tell me, why is it you guys aren't talking to us? I said, honestly, this is now the 20, I think it was 23rd day of doing it. Every time I try to have a conversation with someone that looks like me, someone white comes up and blocks him and tells him not to talk. And then right when I said that, this white girl popped right in front of her. She said, he just said that was going to happen. I said, straight up. I said, you know, I've been called the N-word. She's been called the N-word. Why are you talking to me this way? And why do you feel that she can't speak for herself to me? Why is it that you feel you need to speak for her when we're having a conversation? Then when you go to a gentrified community, and the first, one of the first pictures I saw, that well, one of the business that was looted was a, a black-owned business. I'm like, they, they, they're not even from here. They don't even know what they're even doing. He, he, it was Ooh. finger quotes, a quote-unquote gentrified community when they're showing black businesses right. being looted. Uh, yeah. Can we air that three times an hour for the rest of our careers? Because that gentleman might have the ability to straighten this country out. So you're a white person that's so energized by being anti-racist, you're criticizing a black policeman for the shape of their nose. And try to wrap your head around that one. And for another black person talking to that cop, screaming at them. Listen, I I hope I don't have to point this out. The protesters, so-called in Portland, are not civil rights protesters. They're deluded, angry products of our schools and universities. They've been seduced into this bizarro idea. It's Marxist. 
And they've become the foot soldiers of an extreme ideology being taught in schools. And they're, they actually think they're on the side of good, as young revolutionaries have throughout uh, history. And they're actually on the side of oppression and hate. That, that it was so eloquent, what he said and how he said it, the examples he gave. It is such a stark illustration of the idiocy and hypocrisy of these people. And the whole, uh, the, the Black Lives Matter organization and the anti-racism thing. In the book, White Fragility. And, and the, the, the sign we talked about from the, uh, the museum on the Smithsonian talking about how hard work and independence and pride are white principles and the rest of it. It is so insidious and nuts. And you know what bothers me is there's so many people, they want to be good people, and they kind of get a drive-by idea of what's being said and done and the rest of it, and they think, well, I'm down with that because I'm not a racist. And they're just being led along the garden path by sickos. Man, was that eloquent. That's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's hard to understand, man. It's hard for me to get my head around. It's, uh, it's, it's so much like the Cultural Revolution in China in the 60s. It's just, yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's frighteningly like that. I've been reading a, a little lately about radicalization of young people, and in particular young women, uh, having been hip to an Orwell quote by one of our beloved listeners, and and watching the uh, watching the 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 riots really. Um, Highly he, educated white women. There's all kinds of polls that show that's the most out there group. Oh yeah, yeah, and and I've been trying to find. Uh, you know, good solid scholarship about it, and and I'm having trouble. I've I've found some really simply eloquent descriptions of how the the professors are really good at playing on young women's uh, self uh, their their self worth, um, trying to convince them that they are somebody, can be somebody, can change the world. We're women, we're strong, blah blah blah. And they channel those impulses into the extreme ideologies, and and. It's easy to focus on the dudes at these riots because they're inflicting violence much more uh, impactfully. I mean, average chick hits me, I'm going to be pissed off. Average dude hits me, it's going to hurt a lot. Um, And you think you might be in a fight for your life. Right, exactly. Um, But if you go back and watch a bunch of these videos, you see, number one, lots and lots and lots of college-educated young white women um, they're they're if not the well, they're often the majority, and they inflict lots of violence. But I just I didn't really notice it because it wasn't as impactful. But yeah, it's it's really troubling, especially as the dad of two young women. Um, and and I I would love to see uh, I'd love to see feminists or whatever you want to call your, yourself if you're in favor of women being you know strong, smart, and independent. Uh, I think you need to address that. I, I I mean, if if there were people on every college campus, professors and administrators, trying to lure your daughters into prostitution, you'd be militant. And you ought to be. Of course. But they're trying to lure your daughters into Marxism. Why aren't you militant? It's something. Yeah, yeah. Well, like we were saying before, you and I are really into this because we do it for a living, and a lot of people are only dimly aware that, well, some of the protesters aren't such nice people, um, and they're just catching on. I hope they do catch on. So Russia's trying really hard to steal whatever COVID-19 vaccine information is out there for some reason? 
Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Russia is just, ugh. Uh Home mortgage rates hit an all-time low yesterday. What, are you going to refinance for, the like, the fifth time, I guess? <laughs> oh, they're astoundingly low. Yeah. Oh, you know, the, the, the tape of the police officer, which Sean had described, but which I hadn't heard, was supposed to be the preamble to a news story I was going to bring you about. Cool, we needed something Berserkly, California has approved the goal to cut the police budget by 50%. Oh, really? Wow, so they're going along with the defund the police. And reduce the uh, cops' role in traffic enforcement. Okay. I would say go whatever speed you want in Berkeley. As fast as you can keep control of your vehicle. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we can talk about that, but the, again, the eloquence and brilliance of that uh, gent's uh, presentation kind of won the day, and I'm glad it did. We've got an Alex Trebek health update. Um, hey, uh, Hanson, I'm asking you on the air. You can respond off the air. We need to post that audio at armstrongandgetty.com so everybody can send it to all their friends. Very important. For the good of the country. We got some funny Trump stuff. We got lots of stuff. Stuff is good. A lot of choices, variety. It's a spice of life, or so they say. Uh, All on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah, those are my boys. They're staring at your ass, which is hanging out in the middle of a public place. Do you need a pair of shorts? Because I have an extra pair. What do you mean? I mean, get your covered. That's what I mean. Okay. Thank. I don't know. I don't think that makes you a Karen. Bikini-clad woman says Karen called her naked, demanded she cover up. She's wearing the full-on thong. I mean, she's just... Oh, yeah. And, and Man, the, I was chilling at a beach uh, back when uh, beaches were a thing. Well, I guess they are kind of controversially. And uh, I, I was shocked how popular that is now. Yeah. Just the, the bare hiney. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't do it, but I'm not bothered by another woman who says, look, I'm a woman, I, I you're a woman. I pray to God you don't do it. Quit to, I wouldn't go up to the woman oh, and say anything That's because my kids were staring. Right. But... Uh, I'm okay with other women doing it. I don't think men are in any position to, to, to bring that sort of thing, probably. But other women? Perfectly okay. Look, I'm a mom. I don't want you doing that in front of my boys. Stop mm. it. Mm. I'm okay with that. Interesting. What do you think? Public You're shaming. losing them. Uh, I, um, uh, wow. I don't know. I, I have other things on my mind. Every mom <laughs> on that beach hates the half-naked woman to start with. All right, because that's fifty percent. Let's pull the dads. They're fine with it. <laughs> yeah, and especially you got your 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 kids there. If you're eighteen, you're lifting my spirits. You know, there's troubled times. If you want to bury your hiney, bear it. So the the whole and I'm so glad it's peaked and going away. The whole Karen thing is just it's dumb. It's racist, and it it points out how. If the news media, and I'm aware of this, and I still fall for it, the news media decides to focus on something, you you start to think it's everywhere, or it's a big deal, or it's a bigger problem than it is the rest of it. Uh, there can be 25 white cops shot by black men. That will not make the news once. One white cop shoots a black dude, it will be everywhere all the time. 
and I'm not trying to equate one or the other or just your opinions, your 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 perceptions are shaped by the media. It's a story out of uh, beautiful Lancaster, California. A young black man beat an 80-year-old Hispanic man nearly to death in a grocery store bathroom to take his stuff. Oh, jeez. Now, is it that old Mexican-American guys, uh, they, they're, they're what, they, they don't count, they're not in a minority, nobody cares about them? Uh, what's going on there, media? This will be reported nowhere. Black guy, white assailant, everywhere. It's troubling. It's troubling. It does not do us any good as a people to have funhouse mirror views of how our society actually operates. Not good for anybody. Please stop using the expression Karen. It's just dumb, and it's played, and it's trite. So Berserkly California is going to cut the cop shop by 50%, and they say reduce the police role in traffic stops. See, I understand when you make the arguments about um, like dealing with the homeless. They're not trained to deal with mentally ill people. Uh, let's have the funding go into something where people who are trained to deal with that. I get that, idea, I, that makes sense to me. I get that. Um, traffic stuff, though? Who, who's supposed to be doing that? Couldn't those all be cameras? Speed speed cameras, red light things? No, you don't right? want that. You don't want to live in a surveillance state. Um, that that would help. The idea, Some one idea I've heard expressed, and I'm not sure what Berkeley's planning to do. Berkeley is just insane. Well, and then, and then you know, one more thing on that. Isn't the whole, long has been. If you like the argument of defending the police because you think it's going to end, well, isn't the whole point to end white cops brutalizing black young men? Isn't that what's motivating this? Yeah, that's kind of the pretext. To the extent that that's true, right. by the way. I'm not yeah. positioning that as a... It's tragic and it's wrong, but it's rare. Yeah. Um, uh, how does eliminating traffic cops to take a step that direction? So you've, you've defunded the police, but you've only taken it from the traffic stops. I'm not sure that's going to have anything, any effect on what the mob is demanding. Right. Well, the idea is that if you have a cop, conventional police officer, doing traffic stops, they are going to figure out who they've pulled over, see if there are any warrants, the rest of it, and then arrest them if need be, and that can turn into violence. What they're going to do instead is have these unarmed civilians enforcing traffic law. And so the unarmed civilian got one job, hand you a ticket for running a stop sign, and that's it. And and there will be no further, you know, police interaction there. Now, one of the councilmen, the councilman who introduced the bill said driving while black is not a crime. Pretextual stops have too often escalated into use of force or unnecessary arrests that disproportionately harm innocent black Americans. I don't think they disproportionately harm innocent black Americans. I think if you have a warrant out, you're going to get arrested. Um, but they're saying, all right, put civilians in charge of traffic stops. What do you think of that? Cops would tell you, um, it, it, it may seem a little odd to you, but uh, we get a lot of really bad, dangerous people off the street because we come into contact with them on the streets. Traffic stops and the rest of it. That's how we, you know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm okay with the experiments as long as it ain't my town. <laughs> um, 
tried different places, and let's see the results. I think it's going to be a horrible disaster, for instance, in Minneapolis to not have police. And it will become evident to everybody, and then they'll have to fix that problem. Right. Seattle, Portland, millions, maybe tens of millions of dollars in damage and and lost uh, 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 economic activity, their experiment in utopianism. And, uh, you know, that drop in economic activity is dropping taxes. It's a drop in income. It's a drop in people being able to feed themselves. It's a terrible idea, but they'll give it a try. I feel bad for the innocent people being caught up in the, you know, the, 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 the whirlpool of, of despair and stupid policy who'd rather not be part of it, but they happen to live in those places. A whirlpool of despair, the Armstrong and Getty show. Yeah, someday. <laughs> We've got to avoid being a whirlpool of despair. That's not a good thing to be. Play eight country hits in a row, that'd be better. Yeah. Well, whirlpool of despair, oh my God. <laughs> so far, virtually everywhere that has pulled the cops way back, there's been an explosion in crime. So, good luck, berserkly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's statistically proven, so... You got an exposure, explosion of crime? Forms a whirlpool of despair. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, then what do you have? I suppose we got to take a look at the COVID numbers, where we are for the day and deaths and everything. Uh, going up, going down. Uh, no? Yeah, what? I don't what? Know. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We're bringing back consumer choice and home appliances so that you can buy washers and dryers, shower heads and faucets. So shower heads, you take a shower, the water doesn't come out. You want to wash your hands, the water doesn't come out. So what do you do? You just stand there longer or you take a shower longer? Because my hair, I don't know about you, but it has to be perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Donald Trump on the whole showerhead thing again. Um, I'm using a lot of soap. <laughs> First of all, coming up in a little bit, are you guilty of doom scrolling? Are you doom scrolling? <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Oh, boy. Uh, but it was 40 years ago tonight that Ronald Reagan accepted the nomination uh, as a candidate for president for the Republican Party, went on to win. Uh, it's horrifying to think about if you're of a certain age that that's 40 years ago. <laughs> I but, can't be that old. Um, <laughs> um, the other thing is to remember that, yeah, because uh, conventions are supposed to be happening and they got delayed hoping the COVID would be over. Now they all recognize it ain't going to be over. So we just got to do them. And both sides now are basically saying we're going to do something virtual for the most part and have some donors in the room, but most of it's just going to be a guy speaking in a kind of empty place. Well, the big speech night, they're going to do their best to have as many people in as the local authorities will let them, but most of it's just going to be right. Well, they're, they're, they're stupid and pointless. I mean, completely stupid and pointless anyway at this point. Um, they existed to choose a candidate. Now that's done outside of the convention, so the convention has no role. So it's a big, week-long, like, uh, 
Well, it's like other conventions. It's all the plumbers getting together and partying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially. <laughs> but but there, it has it, a bunch of elephant and donk, donkey socks you can buy depending on which one you're at. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's one of the great disappointments of uh, attending the Republican convention is I did not come home with a donkey, a, a uh, an elephant hat. <laughs> Nothing really important has happened at a convention in decades, and I want one with a string. I can pull on the string and the ears flap. I mean that would that's the dream come true. This uh this it's thing, an aspirational goal as they say. It's good to have goals. Networks have been threatening for years to not carry the conventions anymore cuz they're just a, an an ad. Yeah, they're, they're just week long so, festival, yeah. Yeah, and so it's not news, so why are we breaking into programming to carry this to advertise for you? Why are we doing this? Um this might be the year that kills the convention, which would be fine. Sure. Um uh but I I definitely think it's a huge disadvantage to Trump. If if Biden's trying to get elected on the whole, nothing to see here other than I'm not Trump. Just there, there, there's there's nothing oozes out of me except for the fact that I'm not Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that Trump doesn't get to stand up in front of a just a you know a crazed crowd and make his comments and people roaring and all that sort of stuff. It's definitely to his disadvantage. Oh, yeah, clearly. I mean, Biden's making the basement work I mean, so far yeah, yeah. just by staying out of sight. Yeah, it was, it was an interesting way to run for president without COVID that he was just going to be tr- try to be, I'm not Trump. Um, but this COVID thing really fits <laughs> into that strategy. It's I, perfect for him. I heard uh, Kelly on, Kelly Ann Conway on Fox and Fiends this morning, and she uh, she said a number of interesting things, including... What we have to do, absolutely have to do, to get control of the COVID-19 is to close indoor bars and everybody wear a mask. She was hardcore on that. I was kind of surprised. But anyway, uh, what she said about Biden, she was trying to shame him into traveling around and campaigning. She said, that's no way to run for president. She said, he seems to be running for governor of Pennsylvania because he never leaves Delaware and Pennsylvania. That's no way to run for president of the United States. You should be visiting all the states and meeting with people and convincing them. And I thought, is she trying to get him to come out sure. to make a fool of himself, or does she want to kill him? <laughs> is she hoping a really, really old guy will travel around, and get the vid, and die? Oh. And I wasn't sure which. I think they're counting on that if Biden exposes himself a lot at some point, he comes off as an old man. The last two big speeches he's given, he's been real good for him. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. None of this is playing into Trump's strength. So if they have and they end up having debates in, in in like an empty room with a glass partition between them, the longtime senators got a huge advantage over the populist. You know, works the crowd, gets his energy from the crowd guy. Mm-hmm. It's just it, nothing's breaking Trump's way right now. Yeah, yeah. I will tell you this, and if if you would prefer Trump, I'm sure it concerns you. If you unleash uh, an insult or a joke or a jab at somebody, <clears throat> and it gets a big laugh. People will think that was good. That was fine. Right. Ooh, if you got do him. It, if you do it in a silent room and there's no reaction whatsoever, it can easily just come off as cruel or or overly aggressive. Yeah. Why yeah. would you say that? Or, you know, just that was weird all line. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's part of Trump's thing. Yeah. We'll have to see how that plays out. Um, what is uh, doom scrolling? Tell you about that in a second. I think I'm a little guilty of it, and I am going to make a major life change out of reading this story about doom scrolling. Wow. I believe. An MLC? Yeah, yes, exactly. A major life change. Wow, you might have an MLC uh, yourself after a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe that offer you all the good stuff from a home security system and none of the bad stuff. 
the good stuff is the sensors, the, the motion detectors, the break-in detectors, the doorbell alerts, the camera uh, on your front door for the Porsche Pirates, all the good stuff, none of the bad stuff. How good is Simply Safe? It's among the best home security systems of 2020, or it's in, it's in the top tier? Wrong! Made the top three, did it? No, it's the best overall home security system for 2020, according to U.S. News & World Report. You order it online, it comes in a box, you plug it in yourself. Nobody's coming to your house, no salesperson, no guy installing it or anything oh, like, like that. I like paying $300 to have the installation done. It's about 50 cents a day, there's no long contract, and there's a 60-day money-back guarantee. Why would you not try Simply Safe? Yep, 24-7 pro monitoring, all the good stuff, none of the bad stuff. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong, you get free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Doom scrolling. So you get up in the morning, you check the news sites. Coronavirus cases climbing, deaths, kids can't go back to school. Your favorite restaurant and barbershop are closed. People are losing their jobs. What's the latest on all this? Everything is awful. I'm reading from the New York Times. The world as we remember has ended. Next thing you know, it's 9 o'clock. And you check it again to see what other awful stuff has gotten even more awful over the last couple hours. <laughs> and then you do it again right before you go to bed. Yes. How did today turn out? Things get even worse on all those fronts? Fantastic. I'll read from the New York Times, this guy named Brian Chen. This experience of sinking into emotional quicksand while binging on doom and gloom news is so common that there's now internet lingo for it. It's called doom scrolling. Exacerbating this behavior, shelter-in-place orders leave us with little to do other than look at screens. For some of you, that's true. Um, I do do too much of this. There's no doubt about it. And he talks here about uh, starting to limit how much uh, news you take in and not just kind of passively do it. I, I agree completely. I take in news at this point in my life. We have different jobs, though. Yeah. But I take in news the way I used to eat crap. When I was younger and could do it, just whenever I feel like it, I got a as much minutes. as I want. Yeah, I don't. I don't even think about how much I need to get. I need to start treating information like I do chips or anything else. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take in this much and only this much, and if I go past this, it's too much. Or food in general. That's actually how I'm approaching it these days. I eat information. At certain times and for certain lengths of time, depending on what's going on. Got Just it, to yeah. keep it from making me nuts. Yeah, so we, I think that's a great idea. Um, I don't know why it hadn't occurred to me until I read this whole doom scrolling thing, but to start treating, taking in information the same way I treat exercise, eating right, all kinds of different things. You know, So never do it? There's a certain amount that's okay, but and a certain amount that's not, a certain amount that's necessary, and you gotta have specific times for it. You can't just you can't just walk by the bowl of uh, information M and M's and grab a handful whenever you want throughout the day. Well, it's like you live at an all you can eat buffet. You know, there's always one set up at your house, and that would be a terrible idea. And it's all designed to be delicious. Well, yeah, there's exactly. never enough. And to hook you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, that's it's carefully cultivated stuff. by some of the, the brightest people on the planet uh, with their, their AI and their, what the, what's the term I'm looking for? The, the way they curate it, Sean, to, you know, the, just the, the, click, the algorithms. The al- yeah, 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 just the, the way they think they know what'll hook you and how it'll hook you. And the, 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 what's the term you were talking about yesterday? Search engine optimization. That's the yeah. one. Yep. 
That's kind of the whole Karen phenomenon. It's like the example we had today. Like, that woman wasn't a Karen. No. But Karen stories get traction, so we're going to call this one a Karen. Right. Which will end it, which is good. Uh, Create a plan to control your time, and they quote this book that I was unaware of, and I will look into. Maybe we'll talk to the author. The Distracted Mind. Ancient brains in a high tech world. I don't oh, I love think, this. Well, I guarantee you, it's it's about what we've been talking about. And a lot of people have been talking about our brains evolved over many, 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 many years, and now they're being exploited by smart people. And we need to try to figure out how to deal with that. How situation. to fight back? Yeah. Uh, Maybe round up the smart people and put them in prison. We keep saying <laughs> that you can't know, be the solution. <laughs> what is the next generation going to do to get a handle on this? Maybe. You know, when like my dad always talks about when he was younger, nobody talked about and nobody exercised. He didn't know one person ever that exercised <laughs> on purpose. Part of it was more people had physical jobs, but oh, yeah. but, but even Much people, higher but even with people without physical jobs, nobody exercised. It just wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. You didn't talk about it. You just you know you you sat at you do your job or rode around in your car all day long like he did or whatever, and then you went home and sat. Yeah, and um, then it became a thing that you know you have to exercise. And to be a decent person, you have to exercise. And but I think that the the next generation is going to do that with information. To oh, be I see what to, you're to saying. have a decent life, you you have a strict control over how much information you come in. You just don't take in whatever's around all day long. I think you're right. I'll bet that's what's going to happen. I don't watch the news. I don't. I don't you know. <laughs> Good job, son. I I kind of hate thinking about this and saying it because it's another thing I have to have control over. It's another uh, discipline I have to come up with. And, I, <laughs> and I, you know, it's fun to just walk by the bowl of M&Ms and grab a handful all the time right. and never think about how much you eat. But it's not working for us. Right. It's yeah. not working for us. Just yeah. taking in, you know what? I got five minutes. I'll just eat some crap. I got five minutes. I'll just read some crap, some more crap that's going to make me less happy it's than crap. I was. It's crap. I'll, I'll take it in some more crap that's going right. to either make me less happy or actually make me less informed, right. which they talk about in this article, that past a certain point, you become less informed. Right. Well, and the, the truly insidious part of it, as I was stammering trying to communicate, was that you have brilliant people. It's not like there's a newspaper laying there on the, the kitchen table. I used to, I just loved reading the newspaper. I still love it, although I very rarely have a real one anywhere near me. But you don't have a newspaper sitting there. You have a guy standing in the corner, you know, to relate it to the food thing, saying, Hey, uh, hey, uh, Jack, got some chicken wings over here. You weren't hungry. You weren't thinking about food. I don't want any chicken wings. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice uh, ham sandwich, ham and cheddar. Ham and cheddar over here. Ooh, look at this. Plate of pancakes hot off the griddle. Right, exactly. Butter and syrup already on them. Want fresh, them? Uh, fresh popcorn. Wave it under your nose. Just constantly putting it in front of you for their profit. I mean, the fact that it's information, I think gets it, it, it makes people lower their guard a little bit. Right. Well, until now. Until well, today, for yeah. me, anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, and, it's, and our brains are built in the same way with the food is... The history of human beings is we starve. So when there's food available, we need to eat it. Yes. Well, that's not the situation anymore. So we need to overcome that. The history of the human being is we need information to survive to find out that, you know, this berry will poison you or that crop doesn't work or that tribe's about to invade us. Well, we don't need all that information anymore. Right. Right. So, we're making ourselves crazy. And we're making ourselves crazy. Okay. It right. is like a guy sitting in front of you said, hey, there's a fight over there. <laughs> and you didn't look. Ooh, look, a hot chick over there. And then you look, you know, what if they keep coming up with something? A terrorist! A terrorist attack! Okay, I guess I'll look. Um, 
all day long. Child abduction. Every mom turns. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, boy. Doomsday scrolling. Something. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'd also like to take this opportunity to give you a quick health update. I'm doing well. I've been continuing my treatment, and it is paying off, though it does fatigue me a great deal. My numbers are good. I'm feeling great. I can't wait to return to the studio and start recording shows for the new season in September. Wow, guy's got stage 4 pancreatic cancer, which is supposed to kill you in like a week. And he's how long has he been doing it now? For a long time, he sounds great. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I hope he's doing well. You know what? I haven't heard really lately. How's Rush Limbaugh's health? Well, he said the other day on the radio, he said, uh, I get three at-bats. I'm paraphrasing here. Okay. Uh, first two at-bats I struck out. Got to be uh, Got to be honest with you. Okay. But this third at-bat, I hit a single and stole second. Okay. So that's all I'm going to tell you. He was fairly uh, okay. opaque about it, but the whole first two at-bats I struck out is... Well, I remember when you were dealing with your cancer thing and the treatment that gets it 70% of the time didn't. Right. You yeah. know, and then the one that, well, among those people, this one nabs it every time. Well, four out of five. and Oops, swing and a miss. Yeah, that's the crazy oh. thing with uh, cancer. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're rooting for you, El Rushbow. I've got a relative that's been in the hospital now for four days, uh, and uh, got tested again last night for COVID. Third test in a week because mm-hmm. they must think it's still possible it's COVID. Yeah, yeah. She's awful young and awful sick, really sick, on morphine. Can't figure out what's going on in a town where COVID is uh, going crazy. It's yeah. almost got to be COVID. Yeah. Ugh. So there's different kinds of... So but, troubling. But the tests are so slow. So she, she did she did a test. She did tests that took days to get back that was like a mouth swab. But then they did the jab up the nose into your brain pan one that hurts. Oh, boy. And that one's a lot faster. Okay. But I uh, haven't heard the result of that yet. But I'm, I'm still confused by the whole tests thing. It, it, and Well, right. Me too. Where you yeah. can get them, who gets them. It, it, why they aren't everywhere all the time. Well, I get that. There are a limited number of labs and processing centers and machines and the rest of it. But Make more machines. Yeah, you'd think we could. I mean, we conquered the Nazis. Well, and the doctors seem to be confused. By, as to... by outbuilding them to a large degree. And Russia being willing to sacrifice 10 million people or whatever they did. And soldiers. Do- doctors seem to be confused <clears throat> by how you have it, but you test negative for it a couple of times right. before you test positive. I've heard several cases like that. Yeah. That and, and one more thing. It's kind of a tangent, but we've been talking about this. That This relative of yours, we can say uh, their age, right? Yeah. They're 18. So they're an adult so, because of the COVID, nobody can be there with. Right. Her. I was, I was, you know, I should have been paying more attention to this because I'd heard the stories. Now that I've got a relative in that situation, it's just freaking brutal. Yeah. So we've all heard stories of, yeah, my wife died in the hospital. I never got to go see her. She was there for two weeks. I know. They wouldn't let me in as the husband. It's almost too heartbreaking to contemplate. So here's an 18 year old girl's in the hospital. <clears throat> Mom and dad aren't allowed in. She's all morphined up. 
She's been calling them, crying on the phone. They want me to do this. I don't even know what they're talking about. Right. Because when you're 18, you don't, you've never navigated the hospital world before. Plus, you don't have the confidence to say no to a doctor or right. a nurse or whatever. Right. It just, it's an impossibility. The idea that somebody can't be there. And then you add on to the fact that a couple of weeks ago, they let everybody be in the streets side by side with no masks for a protest. Mm-hmm. Your husband or, or mom can't be there with a mask on in the hospital to help you navigate the, the world of the hospital. Yeah. And advocate for you. Yeah. That's insane. It is insane. I, I think the cure may be worth worse than the disease. No, uh, you know, play on words intended. Um, I realize it's it's a troubling thing, and and you don't want more and more cases. But surely we're a clever enough people. We can figure this out. Yeah, I, that 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 uh, whole thing. Can I, I spend three hundred three thirty thousand dollars? Get myself a full freaking hazmat suit and hold my wife's hand. Why not? Or be next to my kid, who's who's all drugged up and doesn't can't handle the decision making. Yeah. Speaking of cancer, I remember when I was on the cancer drugs, and I had a guy that would hang out with me when I got my infusions because I they give me instructions at the end. Now make sure you do this. Take five of these, four of these, three of these. I'm all drugged up. I've been on taking drugs for nine hours. Right. And then he would write all this stuff down. I would have been lost without it. Yeah. You can't have somebody in the hospital with no help. Yeah, because of the COVID trying to to, to make these decisions. You know, one of the things that's bothered me a little bit over the course of my lifetime is we've become uh, absolutely the opposite of, you know, the society which governs least governs best in that now everything is rules and regs. You know, back in the day, the common sense decision would be made and could be made. No, you can stay because she needs the help. The hospital officials would say. Armstrong and Getty.